You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you're having a wonderful day or a wonderful night or a wonderful evening whenever you're listening to this. Sitting across from me is my co-host, Mr. Christopher Tiny Sullivan. Hello. An excellent human being. <laughs> uh, just a gem of a man. Well, there's better human beings. Yeah. But not bad. There's not many, though. <laughs> not in the circles I run in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and my name's John. I am a less than excellent human being. <laughs> but not bad. Right. But everyone listening to this are just gems of people, too, <laughs> yes. around if the I world. If I was going to grade your humanity, I'd, I'd give you a B minus. Okay. That's, that's not bad. It's better than I would have given myself. <laughs> <laughs> better than I would have given myself. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Big yeah. confidence boost for me. Did you have a good week? It was all right. It's yeah. decent. I had a pretty good week, too. Yeah, it was a pretty decent week. Had a bunch of teenagers spend the night at my house the other night. Okay. They were up all night, which meant I was up all <laughs> night. Had uh, another Hudson's friend spent the night last night to go to church with us. Got Mary Elizabeth from church home with us today. I mean, we were just like an orphanage over here <laughs> for children to hang out. I don't get it. Should have brought my kids. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> Would have been fine. They would have mixed in just fine. Yeah. Uh, it was a, it's been a good, busy, nice week for me. So I'm happy. You got any good stories? I do. I was to say, I got several good stories awesome. to bring us. Just want to go ahead and say right now, Wilts, sorry the tide beat <laughs> Ole Miss. Also, very sad we gave up like 400 and something yards. We did give up a lot of yards. To Ole Miss. Their quarterback is like insanely fast. Yeah. Yeah. So just throw it out there, Wilts. No hard feelings. The state of Mississippi kind of took a pounding over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. It was a rough weekend because, you for know, Mississippi. once we were done, Auburn had their way with Mississippi That's State. Right. So. That's right. And we beat Southern Miss last week. So yeah. we do have a chance to be Mississippi State champions this year once we play <laughs> state later on. So that'll be nice. But, you know, I'm, I've, as I've said, Alabama's not as good as we normally are. We're not. Uh, we've had a lot of injuries on defense. How many games are we going to lose? I think we're going to lose two. Yeah, I do. I can see that happening. Yeah. And it's going to be great. I was talking with Todd, who's an Arkansas fan. <laughs> Just, I mean, prayers to, to all Arkansas fans. They've had a rough run. <laughs> they have. Um, and I, I, when we lose those two games, people will be poisoning trees and burning down houses and shooting their spouses and everything. And I'm here for it. I'm ready for it. Well, that... That will, at the very least, give us some material to discuss on Absolutely. the show. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So it's going to be like the one good thing <laughs> that right. comes of our like yes, you know, perfect season going right. down the drain and there towards the end. That's exactly right. So, do you want to kick it off? Or do you want me to kick it off? Uh, I can kick it off. How about this? Walrus attacks and sinks a Russian Navy vessel. Wow. Well, they should have donated that one to Pepsi or traded it to Pepsi. <laughs> they should have. 
Researchers aboard a Russian Navy vessel learned the hard way last week that a mother walrus is a force to be reckoned with. Russian Geological Society said in a statement that a walrus attacked and sank a landing vessel as it was approaching the shore of a remote Arctic island. Wow. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. During the landing at Cape Heller, a group of researchers had to flee from a female walrus, which, protecting its cubs, attacked an expedition boat, the Navy said in a statement. Fortunately, the incident's only casualty was the boat itself. Everyone on board managed to reach managed to safely reach shore, the Navy said. RGO said that the incident highlighted just another reason in a region fraught with many dangers, including wild animals, storms, icebergs, and low temperatures. The landing vessel had been dispatched from the Altai, a tug belonging to the Northern Fleet of the Russian Navy. The team is taking part in a joint mission with the Russian Geographical Society to retrace the steps of an 1874 Austro-Hungarian expedition to survey Franz Josef Land and Archipelago in the Arctic Ocean controlled by Russia. Okay. Of course, we know the real reason they're there is to keep away the, the flat earth truthers. Yeah. They're pat- That's why they're there for real. It's their months of patrol down yes. there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this walrus may or may not be in cahoots with the elite globalists. Of, you know. of course it is. <laughs> so. Of course. But it's wild that it could sink a ship. Like, I know a walrus is big and it's got mm-hmm. the tusk and everything, but I wouldn't think it could sink a boat. I love animal attack videos. Okay. I love to see when animals just wreak havoc on humanity. Okay. And I've never seen a walrus attack. I didn't Me know either. they had that in them. Well, know? I knew they could probably get pretty mean. They're mm-hmm. definitely big, but I've never seen one outside of like at SeaWorld or wherever. Yeah, they're usually know. just hanging out and yeah. you know waiting on their bucket of fish to come yeah, their way. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't seem like the most menacing of animals. No, they don't. But just goes to show you if mom gets mad, yes, <laughs> things matter. are going bad <laughs> yeah. for everybody, right? That's true for any species. Also, if I'm not mistaken, now I've kind of I haven't seen the later ones, but I've never seen like a walrus power ranger zord you know <laughs> so i guess i think that just kind of reinforced my my view that walruses were not violent you know that got on me a little more than i thought it would that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know but i mean you would, well i don't know i don't know if you carry boat or like guns on a boat you know, it seems like yes, a this... recipe for disaster, you know, <laughs> yeah. like good way to put a hole in your boat. Right. But I would say, you know, if they're connected with the military, could we just shoot the walrus or are they like protected or they something? They may be protected. Yeah, I have no idea. I didn't Again. pay attention at SeaWorld. <laughs> I mean, they're there to keep people from finding out that the earth is flat. So True. You can't. <laughs> right. You can't <laughs> shoot your undercover walrus agents. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that's a tough one. You know, that water had to be cold, too, when you got in oh, after man. sunk your boat. You're not kidding. Man, oh, it had to be so cold. You got to swim or whatever. Yeah. And and hope that the walrus is yeah, just going to have its fun on the boat. Yeah. And not turn towards you. Right. Come after you. But yeah, I guess a walrus is like a an Arctic hippo in a way, you know, because yeah. hippos are pretty vicious. With too. tusk. With tusk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty good. I don't know. Oh, who would win, all walrus or hippo, if we could get them in a death match? Who's that guy over that uh, 
Kevin Smith. He made a movie oh, yeah? about a, a rich guy turning another guy into a walrus. Oh, for real? And I didn't see the end of that what movie. What a premise for a movie, by the way. <laughs> well, I didn't see the movie. I've but... done some drugs, but seriously, that is wild. <laughs> well, now I want to go watch the movie and find out if at the end the walrus had his revenge, yeah. like the rich guy. Yeah, I think you, uh, those tusks look to be pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's the name of the movie, Tusk. Oh, for real? It is. Wow. That's a that's a pretty good Fleetwood Mac song too. It's worth a Google. Yeah. Okay. So so well, watch out for for walrus. Well, let's talk about another dangerous animal. Okay. Okay. Casey Anthony. Do you remember her? <laughs> oh yeah, that's the girl who didn't murder her young daughter Kaylee, right? Yes. I feel like Casey Anthony is one of those people that we don't have to feel bad. Yeah. About talking right. bad about yes. her because pretty much the entire world hates her, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I she, think don't so. get me wrong, she has her fans, but her fans are yeah. definitely in the closet. They're not coming out <laughs> holding up support signs for her. So, this comes from the New York Post, Trump's favorite newspaper, by the way. Right. Casey Anthony is considering having another baby, a report says. Oh, no. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, like sometimes you don't get it right on the first try. <laughs> you know? I mean, it That's happens. Ter- That's terrible. <laughs> Um, excuse me casey anthony the florida woman who was acquitted of murdering her toddler daughter is worried her biological click is ticking and wants more children a report said oh no she knows she's getting older a source described as being very close to the 33 year old told people magazine She's not the young girl who everyone saw on trial. She's in her 30s, wondering what to do next and hoping that she can find some meaning in her life. <sighs> After a 2011 murder trial, prosecutors said that the single mom, who was then 25, had killed her daughter, Kaylee, in June of 2008 by covering her mouth with duct tape and dumping her body in a wooded area. They con- contended that the child had kept Anthony from a life of dating and partying. The skeletal remains of Kaylee were found a quarter mile from the family home six months after she disappeared. If she had been found guilty, Anthony could have received the death penalty, but after 33 days of testimony from more than 100 people and hundreds of pieces of evidence, the jury took 10 hours to pronounce her not guilty of the most serious charges. Mm. Now, although she was cleared of murder and other charges in the disappearance of Kaylee, Anthony was sentenced to four years in prison for lying to the police who probed the tot's death. Um, Anthony, who lives in West Palm Beach, began dating a man last year, but the relationship ended, the sources told people. Well, you know why? She <laughs> told him she wanted to have kids. Yeah, right. And that like, guy said, do you think I'm an idiot? Yeah, right. You're not murdering my baby. I'm here for the laws, okay? <laughs> Marriage, family, the white picket fence, said the source. In some ways, that's very appealing to Casey. She'd want things to be less dysfunctional than the family she had growing up, but she likes the idea of stability. Earlier this year, Anthony, who was considered one of the most hated mothers in the United States during her trial, revealed that she was working on a film about her life. The title of the film is to be As I Was Told, which Anthony says comes from her failure to report her daughter's disappearance. So, for all you single guys out there, oh, gosh. Casey Anthony is looking for a suitor. Okay. Um, yeah. 
you know, apparently, I mean, just based off of what we've seen, traditionally not the greatest mother that has been, but she wants to give it another go. So, um, I don't know what else I, I could I say. say. I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. You would think, like, if you're Casey Anthony and you want to have a, another kid, you kind of keep that on the down low. You, it wouldn't end up in People Magazine and the New York Post. Well, it said that it came from a source, allegedly came right. from a source close to her, right? Yeah. So, and she can't have that many friends, right? You, well, she, you would know. think she wouldn't have many friends. Right. And, I mean, well, right. I, yeah, evidently she don't have any because whoever this friend was went, right. went, went out there and told on her. So Now, let's get OJ and Casey Anthony together. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And this problem may work itself out. You know, I was saying, I'm a solutions guy, you know. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I wouldn't be laughing if it wasn't funny, though. It is funny. Oh, my goodness. It's horrible, but it's funny. <laughs> this is why I wouldn't give myself a B minus in my, you know, humanity score. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's that's what we do. OJ's out now. He's big fantasy football guy, <laughs> yeah. which I don't even understand fantasy football, but he's big into it. Seen him on Twitter, and uh, and let's let's if get let's two, get them go out on a date. I tell you what, if those two got together, uh-huh. it would be very hard for me not to go on Twitter and say, "Hey, check out this OJ memorabilia that Casey <laughs> Anthony sold me." <laughs> I was like, man, just let her talk to another guy. OJ may just handle all this, you know. Then OJ goes to jail. And we get two murderers <laughs> off the street in one. You know, yeah. I'm saying, this is, I'm just saying, man. It, you know, I'm what? just throwing that out there into the cosmos. I'm just going to say this: it takes a very special kind of person to cause me to have empathy for Nancy Grace <laughs> and agree with her. And Casey Anthony somehow managed to pull that off. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. I would like to hear her comments on this story. You know? Yeah. I bet you she would be fired up. I bet it would be tot mom. Oh, about yeah. Tot mom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. Uh, you know, hate it, hate it for all the single men in South Florida. Because Casey's on the prowl. And I pray to the Lord, don't give her another baby, please. Yeah, no. Please, right. God, don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh. But, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. So <laughs> who knows what'll happen? Well, who knows? Well, John, <laughs> as our last story clearly illustrated, there's a very good reason that you try to keep a low profile on Twitter. <laughs> That's true. I do. Yeah. I, I do. <laughs> and here's another uh, another guy here who had some controversial opinions. Yeah. And you know what? This whole story here illustrates, I guess, you know, the problem with Twitter. <laughs> Reporter who wrote about Iowa State fans' racist tweets fired for his own racist tweets. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, now, the, I know about this story, so that's great. Yeah, you're actually yeah. the one who told me about yeah, this. Yeah, right. And anyway... A Des Moines Register reporter who wrote about racist tweets posted years ago by an Iowa security guard is no longer employed by the Iowa newspaper because he also made offensive comments on social media. (laughs) Editor Carol Hunter, who wrote in a column posted online Thursday night that reporter Aaron Calvin, quote, is no longer with the Register. The Register began investigating comments made by Calvin on Twitter after his story about an Iowa security guard, Carson King, sparked outrage. The story profiled King, 
who gained national fame after he held a sign seeking beer money during an ESPN show and then promised to donate the more than $1 million that poured in to a children's hospital. Yeah. Super good right. of him. Good yeah. on you, dude. Yeah, because, you know, at Iowa, they have the tradition where they, like, turn around at halftime or whatever mm-hmm. and wave to the children's hospital that they can see behind the stadium and all the sick kids come to the That's window. not Hugh Freeze they wave to. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Freeze, not a good human, by the way. I just want to say that out there. His score is way lower than mine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway... In the story, Calvin noted that King, who had posted two racist tweets more than seven years ago when he was a teenager, people angered by the story found out old tweets from Calvin that made offensive comments about race, gay marriage, and other topics. Calvin couldn't be reached for comment. His Twitter account is no longer open to the public. Yes, right. No, he closed that up pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like. The uh, Carson King, mm-hmm. the kid who raised the money. Well, he's, he's like maybe twenty-two or something. Again, he was holding. He was holding I'm, a sign on game day that got on camera that said "Natural Light Supplies Low," and he put his Venmo, and then people just started donate money. Probably just a bunch of fans. Like I'll send him a couple bucks. Right. Next yeah. thing you know, he's got I, lots. Yeah, of money. he got a lot of money, and he said, "I'm only I'm going to donate everything I get to the children's hospital minus the cost of a 24 pack of Natural Light." Good on him. Yeah, great. You know, him. I was about great. to say that. What would you yeah. have done with that money? I would have a lot worse things, especially <laughs> especially young John. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But even old John would have been like, wow, let's pay the mortgage or something, you know? Yeah. Um, People are so nice. Yeah. Uh, so Bush Beer and, Nat- and Anheuser-Busch and everybody got involved. He got his picture, the kid, the uh, the King guy, got his picture on the can of like Bush Light or something too as, you know, like a – a helping out. Uh, it says a uh, Carson King, Iowa legend. Yeah, right. <laughs> on, they, the, on the the Bush beer. Yes. Can. Yeah. Yes. And Bush beer also promised him a year's worth supply of beer. Too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Huge. Yeah, so, That's huge, you know. And, and then what took him down was the cancel culture that yes. we live in today, you know. And this Found reporter. Some tweets that he tweeted when he was 15. Right. Which were reportedly, according to the to King quotes from Tosh Point. Yeah, they weren't the his. TV he was, show. He was yeah. tweeting basically like. I think he was joking back and forth with friends, mm-hmm. and they were like quoting Tosh Point. Oh, yeah. And this guy scrolled back six years worth of tweets and found them. The reporter did, mm-hmm. and then wrote an expose. Which, by the way, King like scooped the newspaper on the story and came out and had a press conference before any of that, like the newspaper article hit and said, Hey guys, yeah, I got these problematic tweets. They were quotes from Tosh.0 and me and my friends were goofing (laughs) off before the article could ever drop. Right. So that was kind of amazing too. And so then people on Twitter went nuts on the Des Moines register Twitter feed. Mm -hmm. And And so then Aaron Calvin, he he has his own, yeah, Twitter had, history. Yeah, he had his own Twitter history with some crazy, <laughs> pretty crazy tweets. And people were like, because the, the Des Moines Register said they do this routine social media check on everyone that they're running <laughs> articles on. This is the culture we're yeah, living in right. today. That's what they said. And then people were like, well, do you not do it on your employees either? You know, and then they were like, oh, well, we're caught between a rock and a hard place. Guess we better fire this guy. Now, the crazy thing is the editor not fired and she allowed all this to happen you know nobody's fired her yet but she's the one who allowed them to publish the article 
you know, he had to come to her and go, hey, editor, Carol, I think her name was. Yes, Carol Hunter. Yeah. Hey, editor, Carol, um, you know the kid who has raised all this money for Children's Hospital? Well, I found some problematic tweets in his past, and I want to make, I got this whole article written about mm-hmm. it I want to publish. And she was like, yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and run that. Let's go ahead and destroy this guy's yeah. credibility. <laughs> yes, let's go ahead and destroy his credibility. So, anyways. And, but then she had to come back later and say, you know... The old saying that people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah. Never before has that been more true in your case because yes. it turns out you've got your own tweets. <laughs> um, he Some of his tweets, of course, included the N-word. Um, he also Canceled. had a, Yeah, the Aaron Calvin. Yes. Also had another tweet that said, never talk to a strange gay man. Canceled. Canceled. Uh, that's 100% <laughs> canceled right there. Um, let's see. I'm that's not even to, funny. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, now I'm opening up Twitter. Um, never mind. I can't even read some of these. I can't read them on. You'll get canceled. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I just am not going to let anybody do anything with those sound clips for me. You know, yes. <laughs> shout out to Kevin. All right. <laughs> I'm just not even going to read them. <laughs> you, can, you know how to use the Internet. That's right. Yeah. You can go. Well, you go to Google. He's, you turn safe search yeah. off. And you'll find it. Yeah. Also had some, um, you know, screw the NYPD uh, tweets out there. Well, that's A little okay. more flowery language. <laughs> well, that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, anyways, this guy. I mean, that's the problem with the world today. We're all looking to find what's wrong with somebody else, you know? I mean, how far away is this from, like, fault crime, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's it's kind of getting into that it is. area. Yeah. Right. And. I mean, I get it. I I, mean, I really do that mm-hmm. sometimes we have things in our past that maybe should be remembered. It's kind of like our state that we live in, the lovely state of Alabama. We've made a lot of progress, got a long way to go, mm-hmm. but we've done a lot of crappy stuff in our past. We have. And, and we should never forget that. And I'll know? say this, too. Probably every single one of us, every single person who's listening to this right now, I promise you hold some opinion or yeah. view about something yeah. that somebody else out there finds controversial. Right. Yeah. So. And, Moral of the story here is if you're like me and you have a Twitter account, don't let anybody find you. Okay, yes. Never let anyone find you. Yes. Okay? Because you get in trouble. You may like something that was just funny to you at the moment, and someone else finds it in out of context mm-hmm. and is like, oh, this guy's a horrible person. Or maybe you'll like someone's tweet, and then that person goes down. Maybe right. he gets yeah. me too Yeah, right. And because you liked his stuff, yeah. now, now you got a little stink on you too. Yeah. Right. So. And it's wild that I have to have conversations with my kid, well, Thomas mainly because he's older, about how to conduct himself on social media <laughs> yeah. so he doesn't like get ruled out of a job or something later <laughs> yes. on. It's wild that you have to have that conversation. You're 15 years old. Yeah. But hey, if you ever want to be on, you know, Alabama yeah. legend on the side of a beer can, yeah, you right. can't be you know, yeah. tweeting every single joke you think is funny. The fact that there's not an Alabama legend, <laughs> you know, like beer line is pretty amazing. <laughs> you know? I mean, there's so many people we can put on it. But yeah, I mean, but we all it. know Bear Bryant would be the one. Oh, he'd, he's can number one rolling <laughs> off the line. Yes. Yeah, Harvey Updock, he's going to be on there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're a lot of good ones. Harvey Updock, that's a good one. Yes, definitely. For people outside the South, yeah. Harvey Updike is a guy who poisoned. We Auburn call him Street. a folk hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I do not endorse what he did, by the way. But, yeah. He killed yeah. Uh, Auburn's trees at Toomer's Corner. Right, yeah. That they like to roll when they win a game. Yeah, he went and poised them <laughs> and killed them. Yes. I mean, hundreds of year old trees. And then called trees. into a radio show to and brag about, about it. it. Yes. <laughs> and used like a false name. He said he was Al or something. Alfred, Al from Davil. Yeah, right. And uh, as if caller ID <laughs> doesn't exist, you know? Well, I'm uh, sure they had to, because, you know, Feinbaum said that he turned over yeah, uh, he didn't take it serious. No, I don't think anybody did. Yeah, I don't either. You know, because he said something like, you know, well, is that legal, sir? Yeah. And he was like, you think I care about what's legal? <laughs> and right. my mom was like, no, sir, I don't That's think you right. do. <laughs> so right. then some, I mean, we're done got way oh, off. I know, I know, but I'm so here the, for it. The researchers went and they took soil samples mm-hmm. and they came back and they were like, uh... This dude, yeah, the spike D eighty or whatever it was, is what's in the soil. These trees really were poisoned, yeah. And I don't think someone was lucky enough to just guess, yeah, that someone poisoned some trees. And his reasoning for doing all of it was because an Auburn fan had hung a Cam Newton jersey on the Bear Bryant statue outside the stadium. Also, when we say that's not equal, (laughs) when we say hung the jersey on it, yeah, they literally just hung it up yeah it's like duct tape you, you can't yeah. you can't put it on right. the statue yeah, it was like duct tape because of the, the pose the, like the the pole like his arms are together yeah. i think you could you couldn't get a jersey on the statue right yeah. so so someone just put it on there yeah yeah so, so yeah then anyways he would be on a beer can <laughs> <laughs> harvey updike has been canceled by the way <laughs> All right, I just want to. I'm not a fan of Harvey. I make a lot of jokes about Harvey Updike, <laughs> yes. but I don't think anything he did was cool. And I yeah. hate that he and I root for the same team, which is one of the crappy things about sports. Is like if you like a team, you're you're lumped in with all the crazy people. Yes, and unfortunately, Alabama has a lot of crazy people who root for it. Well, you know, crazy if, if you if you like a particular political party, yeah, that you get lumped too. in with all yeah. the crazies too. Yeah, that happens too. So happens too. So, anyways. Um, kind of glad that dude got fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's uh, some people call it karma. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the term is, but yes. I mean, to me, that's what you get. Uh, hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that word fits there. So, I'm going to move on to another story here. Um, this comes to us. Uh, Todd sent it to me. Um, shout out to Todd. Go Hogs um, from the Tampa Bay Times. And it says, a woman wants a turtle to be the mayor of Clearwater, and she's not kidding. That's Clearwater, Florida, by the way. Okay. Well, now, what uh, what, what platform does the turtle have? <laughs> like, what are the issues? Well, it's a, it's a pro-environmental candidate. Okay. candidate. Uh, this is not a joke. Elizabeth Dreyer is adamant about that. Clearwater needs something different in its next mayor, Dreyer said. Uh, it doesn't need a person with a background in finance or government or management. In fact, Clearwater doesn't need a person at all. Clearwater needs a sea turtle. <laughs> uh, the goal of this campaign is to elect a non-human to give nature a voice, Dreyer said, who is 58 and uh, the latest entrant into the Clearwater mayor's interview. Unfortunately, though, city rules say that candidates for office must be registered voters who live in Clearwater. Oh. It's going to be a trouble getting that thing to sign the, the voter <laughs> registration card. Well, you know, I mean, did she say the name of the turtle? 
she just is called if this, if this Sea is, Turtle. Yeah, well, if this is Crush, I could I could vote for Crush. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's from uh, what's the movie Finding Nemo? Yes. Yeah, okay. We need to clean up the environment for our <laughs> offspring. <laughs> so Dreyer is a retired lawyer and an environmental advocate was planning to run under the name Sea Turtle. Okay. She ran into trouble there, too. See, so that was her workaround because it had to be a registered voter. The city wouldn't let her unless Dreyer legally changed her name. So instead, Dreyer will have to sign an affidavit to appear on the Clearwater ballot as Elizabeth Sea Turtle Dreyer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so she spent a lifetime in the environmental movement. Um, in her view, the political system must be expanded to include ecosystems and animals. And that means giving them the right to vote and hold office, though human guardians would look out for their interest. So if I got how many animals? I got like six animals mm-hmm. if you count all the fish. Do I get six votes? I don't see why not. I mean, let's let's go then. All right. We're talking about swinging some elections. <laughs> you let the guys out in the middle of America fly over country who have like 6,000 cows all get a vote for each one. I don't know if she's thought this out too well. But anyways... Um, it sounds wacky, she said, of her plan to get the turtle elected, but it really isn't. Beg to differ with her. <laughs> uh, still, Dreyer appears to be taking the rights of nature movement a step further than the citizens of Toledo. She wants a legally guarded species in power. Apparently, Toledo, I may have skipped over that. Yeah, they gave a uh, legal personhood to Lake Erie. So, oh, okay. Yeah. This would be a political sea change in Tampa Bay's third largest city. Dreyer said she understands that and she's ready for litigation if it comes to it. When our country was founded, women and racial minorities did not have the ability to hold office either, Dreyer said. Got a point there. All right. That's <laughs> yeah. 100% true. All right. Beyond voting rights for animals, Dreyer is running on a number of environmental policies, including transitioning Clearwater to 100% renewable energy by 2050. That's a lofty goal, but not a bad one. Also, I don't want to get in an argument with anybody, but I do find it a little weird that we'll give a Lake Erie personhood, but not to the unborn. <laughs> well, so I mean, moving on. Okay. Just saying, moving on. Well, um, she does not plan to match her fundraise or opponent's fundraising efforts. Uh, she said, I'm not going to accept uh, money contributions. The sea turtle cannot be bought. <laughs> So she's serious about it. She's basically like Trump for sea turtles. I'm yeah, not taking yeah. anything from anybody. So gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, um, so if you're down there in Clearwater, you may have a chance to vote for this sea turtle lady. And um, I mean, honestly, I don't know that an animal can do a worse job than some of our politicians. It's <laughs> a good point. You know, I mean, maybe the best thing we could do here. And I'll say this: if if it doesn't work out and the sea turtle can't serve in office, then Maybe the sea turtle could go to Union Seminary and become a priest. <laughs> so the thing I thought about is like, a, what a wild assassination tent will be when you just like throw a bunch of plastic straws at it. <laughs> like, or what if it's what if it's climbing up to the podium, but it gets caught in one of those beer can ring things? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Which last night we're sitting on um the in the living room. I'm watching football, everybody else like playing on their phones or whatever, and all of a sudden Libby goes, Chick-fil-A is letting us down. And I'm like, Don't you blast me in my house, girl. 
And, uh, and I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, um, they have plastic straws. They don't care about the environment. <laughs> Oh, no. And I was like, no, they've gotten to you. <laughs> this is why Terry wants to homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, well, Olivia, you don't have to use a straw. It's yeah. like, you could drink straight from the rim of cups, like what people have done for centuries. It's <laughs> like, nothing wrong with it if you want to do that, baby. And she was like, well, they should just maybe think about changing. So I was like, whatever, baby. <laughs> Which is fine. Hey, I will say this. I want my kids to care about the environment. Yeah. I care about the environment. It's one of the few political issues I actually really get fired up about. So, <laughs> you know, nothing wrong with her thinking globally. All right. right. Yeah. But let's just not. Let's, Chick-fil-A's got enough problems right now. They got enough people coming at them. They don't need nine-year-old Libby Long getting in the fray. Also, I, the paper straw technology needs to come along. It needs yeah, a shot right. in the arm, okay? Well, I'm saying if you mass get that going, you know, then it's going to come along. Well, but until we have to, nobody's going to put in the time and effort and resources to make paper straws. We got to go better. through the dark ages before we can yeah. get usable. Or we can all just paper drink straws. from the rim of the cup. <laughs> like, I never use straws unless I'm like driving through because I'm fat and I'm eating in, in the road, you know? Yeah. Everything else I drink from the cup. And people are like, well, what about germs? Like, I, do you know the things I'm putting in my body? You know, like, germs are the least of my concern. So. We're fine here. Uh, you know what? Here's an idea. How about sippy cups for adults? Okay. All right. Can you get I, on board with that? Maybe so. <laughs> I don't know what the flow is like in a, you know, like, do you have to really try to drink out of it? Well, my son has a cup. Yeah. He's, he's, he'll be two later yeah. this month. You ever get a draw off of it? I mean, do you have to like really suck on it? Well, no, because I would use his cups if they held more than, I don't know, eight ounces. <laughs> I would need, like to get, a little shot I need to get 50 of those little <laughs> kids' cups. But uh, if I could get like a 20-ounce cup that had one of those little built-in straws and a yeah. top on it, I'd yeah. use that. Well, maybe not a bad idea. Maybe not a bad idea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyways. I had a sport bottle with a built-in cup for a long, long time before it started leaking and yeah. infuriated me because it leaked all over my lunchbox at work, and I took it outside and slammed it up against the wall. <laughs> yeah, mad. No, so, sandwiches ruined you, made you mad. I can understand that. Well, I had my sandwiches in plastic bags because, you know, plastic is such a good thing. Sure, right. You know? yeah. We never hear about those getting caught on turtle heads, right? Yeah. They don't ever see a Ziploc bag on a turtle's head. <laughs> yeah. Right. Those are cool. Totally cool. The only thing it does bad for the, or the only thing it does to the environment is keep my sandwiches from getting drink on them, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I had to break it to Libby last night that God heard her criticize Chick-fil-A, and she <laughs> probably needed to spend a little time at the altar this morning. Yeah. And I didn't see her up there. No. So uh, she went out for Children's Church. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't. Maybe they have an altar call at Children's Church. I don't know what. <laughs> or she went to the on. prayer room that yeah, we have now. Right. Yes. There you go. Which I had, I spent some time in there last Sunday. It's a great place to yeah. confess your sins. It's great. Play on your phone when you're supposed to be playing. Praying. Yeah. yeah nobody comes in there and messes with you. So don't mind that little red blinking light up in the corner <laughs> <laughs> yeah the prayer room is pretty cool this is earth oddity anyway moving on john Let's say that I was going to give you a writing assignment. Okay. It's a creative writing assignment. That's I'm, I excel in these. You are to fill out a work resume. Okay. But 
you are to fill it out from the perspective of a Marvel Universe character. All right. What, what are you going to do? Now, first of all, I'm not a nerd. <laughs> so is Marvel like Batman? No, that's DC. That's DC. But so, hey, you know what? Marvel Superman. <laughs> no, that's DC too. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Iron Man. Captain okay. America. All, right. all those yeah. dudes. All right. Okay. The cool. ones that are making money at the box office all currently. Right. Yeah. Are you telling me Superman wouldn't make some money if they put a movie out? Well, he hadn't yet. Well, I mean, he's busy saving the world. <laughs> he got a good one okay. yet. Right. He, he's all about it. DC fans come at me. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I mean, I think I could write a really good resume. Or you want some examples? Well, just yeah, like just you know, you're going to go home. You're going to do your summit right now. What character are you going to try to write this work, this um, uh, resume from the perspective? Of? I don't know a lot of them, so I'm going Spider Man. Okay, Spider Man. All right, Spider Man. Yeah, not bad. No, great. But <laughs> there's one student who did that exact writing assignment. Yeah. From the perspective of Groot. I am Groot. Okay. <laughs> so it was all I so am Groot. It, all of it was I am Groot. Paste, 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 paste. You got to give him an A. Yeah. You got to give him an A for that. This guy, he just, you know, the, the teacher posted it up. He said uh, in a tweet, he said, my name is Jeff Davis. I am a career technology, education, robotics, and engineering design teacher. Wow. In Wichita Falls, independent school district located in North Texas. Last week, my students had to pick a Marvel character to embody within a resume and a cover letter. The idea that you miss 100% of the shots you don't take lives within one particular student of mine. <laughs> this resume was a great one, primarily because the student saw the opportunity, kept it to themselves, and never mentioned a word of it until he asked him about it. I did receive another very funny resume and cover letter done for Daredevil, where someone attached Braille. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. He said, but this one here, uh, I thought it was so clever. The student received a 95 and 100 on two separate grades. He had points taken off for capitalization and inconsistency in the name Groot, and he left out I am. Grammar is very important. I am pretty excited about how fast it spread. I never imagined in a million years it would be as popular as it has become. I just thought it was funny and something to share with my friends on Twitter and Facebook. The student had to pick a Marvel Cinematic Universe character, but most picked characters were that of Tony Stark, someone who was more business inclined. Anyway, you know, this guy, he uh, he's pretty clever. Yeah, I mean, that's, you got to hand it to the kid. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. That's very good. <laughs> I feel like that kid's got a lot of John Long, you know. And he got out. similar spirits. <laughs> he he, he kind of... Yeah. He used a loophole to yeah. get out of a lot of work there. I know. It's and great. That's the kind of guy that you want in your think tank. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I heard somebody say it once, the world is ran by C students. You know, <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, it really is. And uh, because we are problem solvers and we figure out how to, the easiest way to get something done, you know. Now your A students are normally running or normally in charge of the corporation, but they're hiring C students to do all the work. That's so true. We run the world, and good job for this kid. Now, I have a very short article here next, uh, and it's a little sensitive. So uh, you know, if you got the little ones in the car, you may want to press pause. We've reached that dreaded point in the show, yeah, where um, all the little ones are sent away. <laughs> it's uh. It's entitled, Florida Couple Arrested for Having Makeup Sex on Someone's Yard. <laughs> Not their own yard. 
the little tagline here says, when the homeowner went to go investigate, she saw them getting it on. <laughs> well, I feel like that, that headline really gets at the heart of the <laughs> That's article. Right. It is a very short article, by the way. A Florida <laughs> couple got arrested for where they decided to have makeup sex. Key West police arrested Stephen Dean and Teresa Behan for having sex on someone's yard. The woman who called police said she first heard the two fighting, and when she went to go investigate, she saw them getting it on. <laughs> the last line of the story is, Police say when they got there, the couple was laying on the ground, smelling like booze. <laughs> so let me just say, you know, this guy's probably like me. If the opportunity arises, we're not waiting. You know, like I'm not letting the mood pass. Right. I mean, you got to get it when you can, when you look like me. OK. And so, uh, you know, little lovers, lovers quarrel, little lovers makeup. <laughs> Right, I mean, you may not want to be in the yard of somebody I was about else. To say, you need to. At you least, can't do that. Yeah, that's a more of a public park type thing. You know, <laughs> that's not a yard. That's After not, closing hours, yeah, you don't want to go to private property for that. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to get too much into your personal life, but I've, me and my wife have had sex outside before, like in the woods one time. Not as romantic as you want it to be. All right. <laughs> You can get a little, get some scratches and stuff, a lot of sticks and everything. Pine straw is not as not as romantic as you want it to be. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if she even remembers that. I should ask her. <laughs> you should. Yeah, that was a long time. We were young. We were, we were young lovers back then. <laughs> young lovers. Well, anyway, how about this? This town paves around a utility pole when moving a road. Okay, is this Tuscaloosa? <laughs> You would think. Yeah. Right. I, anyone outside of Tuscaloosa. <laughs> you can't even understand, guys. There is so much road work. Yeah. And the thing is, you never see anybody working on it. Nope. Not at all. I think whoever has been hired to do this, I, are they paid by the hour? I don't and not know. by the actual job? So they think <laughs> no. that the longer they drag this out, the more they get paid? It's, it's ridiculous. You would really think. Really what I think happened, this is just clearly a hypothesis on my part is we had, like, some grant money that was going to expire if we didn't start these road projects, and mm -hmm. they were just like, start them all now, you know? <laughs> and so we just went and put out some cones everywhere and closed off some lanes, and now we're slowly going back and actually working on them. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. That's just what I think. And you can't get anywhere just about. No, it's without ridiculous. Without hitting a detour yeah. at some point. It is ridiculous. Uh, it's infuriating is what it is. Yeah. For a town our size, which isn't a huge town, mm -hmm. we should definitely have a better plan for doing all of this, you know? Well, anyway, this comes from Brookfield, New Hampshire. Residents of a Brookfield neighborhood say that a utility pole near the center of a paved roadway is a road hazard. Okay. But officials are calling it more of a short-term inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a short-term inconvenience right up until that car smacks into that thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> because... yeah. That's going to be rough. That's a liability <laughs> issue for sure. It says that the pole is close to the middle of Bryce Drive. Someone could get killed if they run into it, said resident Mark Stengel. At nighttime, you can't even see this pole. You can see reflectors, but you never know what they're reflecting. Oh, yeah. So they don't even have, like, reflect, like, I yeah. guess they're on the ground. Yeah. But they're not, like, up on the pole. I don't know. I mean, you just think you would just cone it off around there. You know what? Just let me show you a quick picture. Look at this. Oh yeah, that's that is not good at all. 
<laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? I don't know. I oh don't my know. goodness. That's crazy. That I, is like the laziest yeah, right. that a politician a, can possibly get. That's a not my job. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the paving guys are like, well, not my job to move the pole. They're supposed to have somebody else out here to do this. My job is to pave the road. That's I right. guess I'm just going to pave around that's it. That's right. That's exactly what that well, I guarantee you that conversation is that. They're like, hey, uh, Jim, uh, there's a power pole up here uh, right where we're supposed to pave. And Jim's like, well, I tell you what, man, they're supposed to have somebody out here to do that. They ain't got it done. We we just got to pave it. We got another job we got to move on to. I guarantee you that's what they said. Ain't my job to be moving poles. It says that there have been ongoing disagreements between some neighbors and town officials that started when the town said it needed to change the road because of part of it was on someone's property. Uh-huh. When we're going to expend town money, we want to make sure it's in the right of way. And in doing so, we had to shift other portions of the road. And this is the result of that, said town road agent Edward Nason. We've been trying to get this done for seven years. Wow. Seven years. <laughs> They've been trying to move this road for seven years. This is why we need a sea turtle They've... in office. <laughs> you know, it's a perfect exactly. example. Perfect example. Yeah. <laughs> They finally get this road moved, and they wound up with a power pole in like the middle of of the of the oncoming lane of traffic. Right. Well, let me just get out in front of this joke and say, uh, "Well, these are the people you want running your health care." All right, let me get out in front of that joke. So you can be the first one. That's right. Yeah, you heard it here first. Anyway, says that. Uh, Eversource moved its power lines to the new pole when it was installed, but more than three months later, a spokesperson said that the utility is waiting for the phone and cable companies to move their lines before it can remove the old pole. Always somebody else's fault. So they know? got they got new poles up, but they haven't put the power yeah. on those new poles. Right. Meanwhile, they're paving the road, and they just go right around yep. this power pole. Yeah. I mean, and you would think somebody from the city could make a call and be like, hey, we need to get this done today. Yeah. What we need, we need a redneck to go out there with a flipping chainsaw and cut it off at the base. Just chop that bad boy down. And then the power company has no choice but to come out there and move the lines. I mean, hey, that's. It's gonna, I, don't, it's gonna, I don't think that's a bad idea. It's going to take that, or it's going to take someone running yeah, into this and pole dying. and dying and before suing. this before this gets yeah. moved. That's what it's going to take. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, neighbors said that they're frustrated that the town decided to pave around the pole last week instead of waiting it waiting for it to come down. As far as having a tarred road, it's really great, but the problem is people speed on it now too, oh, yeah, which makes that, that pole pavement. twice as dangerous. Resident Peter Donnelly said, "Yeah, you get that fresh pavement, it'll make you go faster. There's nothing you can do about it. You just you're just like happy to be on like a newly paved road." <laughs> well, now Nason disagrees. He says, "Right now you see pavement, but again, the road travel." way is over there and there is plenty of room for two-way traffic he said it's strictly temporary it's part of the process there is no word on when the pole will be removed again it'll be moved when a redneck takes it down or a redneck runs into it yep i don't know how many rednecks are in new hampshire but there's got to be one or two up there that can get this job done and again just look at it again okay <laughs> that dude says the show notes ladies he says there's room for two-way traffic on right. that road no there's there's not, not. No. there's not room for two-way traffic <laughs> you're either going to like come on into, into the oncoming lane or you're going to veer yep. off and go around it on the media yep yeah that's tough they need Golly. to do something about that quick because somebody's going to die you yeah know? I mean, uh, I, I, they got to do something. 
we need a Harvey Updike to go out there yeah. and he, tie a tow chain around it and just, just pull it on that down. Thing on down. <laughs> That's maybe what we need. Maybe we need to put Harvey's powers to use <laughs> around the world for issues like this. We've talked about this on the show before. If we yeah. could somehow harness and direct yeah. the power of rednecks, right. so much good in the world could be done. Yes, and you know, I, this is we getting back to Harvey Updike. <laughs> He still owes the city of Auburn or like Auburn University or whatever, like, you know, a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, or which whatever. he's never gonna pay. He's paid like a total of five hundred dollars <laughs> in the past ten years or however long it's been. Right. Yeah. No, he's never gonna pay. Well, that's horrible. I mean it really is, and that's inefficiency at its best. And it, it goes to show you're absolutely right. This is why we need to see Turtle in office. Well that's what I'm saying. Like if you're the mayor or whatever, you call up the phone company and go, Hey, I need y'all out here right now. Or, or you're fired. Or we're canceling yes. every contract we have from you guys and you gotta remove all your lines from our city and we're gonna find somebody else. Yeah. You know? And hey, what time can I expect you out here? Yeah. Of course, phone company will be like between one and three, you know, or whatever, because mm-hmm. they're never on time. Uh, and then get the thing moved. That's all you got to do. I mean, right? elect me mayor of this town, okay? <laughs> yes. I'll have the power poll issue fixed. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right, moving on to my last story here. I'm going to kind of go through it pretty fast. Man arrested for shooting a woman and claims it was an accident and forces her to remove the bullet. <laughs> A Hot Springs man, this is Hot Springs, Arkansas, shout out to Todd, sent me this story, uh, was arrested early Thursday after shooting a woman in the arm and leg and claiming it was an accident, but he reportedly forced her to cut the bullet out of her arm, fearing it had his fingerprints on it. Oh no, are you serious? (laughs) Yep. Oh my goodness. Christopher Odell McCoy, who is 36, who lists a Houston Avenue address, was taken to custody at St. Vincent's Hot Springs, uh, I guess it's a hospital, around 6.30 a.m., and uh, charged with felony counts of second-degree battery and aggravated assault, each punishable up to six years in prison. He was released on a $5,000 bond and is set to appear on October 8th in Garland County District Court. According to the probable cause affidavit, uh, shortly before 4 a.m. Thursday, Hot Springs police responded to an emergency room um, and record regarding a woman who had reportedly been shot. They spoke to the woman who had gunshot wounds to her left arm and her left leg at the knee, both with entrance and exit wounds. The woman stated she had gone to the residence, uh, on, gives an address, to visit a friend when a man, later identified as McCoy, came inside the house waving a gun around. Oh. She said the man was upset about all the people at the residence. <laughs> like, y'all got to get out of my house. <laughs> oh, gosh. McCoy's gun discharge, poor trigger discipline, I guarantee you. <laughs> uh, while he was waving it around, and the projectile ricocheted off a table and struck the victim in the knee with a bullet traveling up and out of her leg and into her left arm. The woman said she wasn't sure if the shooting was an accident or on purpose. A female witness said she was at the residence when a man came in yelling. Uh, She said she heard a gunshot and then a woman moaning in pain. She went into the living room and found the victim on the living room floor with gunshot wounds. I don't know why I'm laughing at that. The affidavit states McCoy forced the victim to cut the projectile out of her arm before taking her to the hospital. He said afterward he was afraid his fingerprints would be on the projectile. This dude's been watching too much <laughs> Law and Order. <laughs> I mean, like, 
<laughs> I'm sure he's loading it. He's holding it by the casing, I'm sure. <laughs> you know, and I'm not an actual bullet. <laughs> McCoy said the witness reportedly drove the victim to the hospital for treatment. Um, and McCoy initially denied being the shooter when questioned at the hospital. But after being brought to the police department and read his rights, he allegedly admitted to accidentally shooting her. Golly. Another female witness stated McCoy came into the residence and was agitated and yelling. And she said he had a semi-automatic handgun holstered at his side and pulled it out at one point and pointed it at her. She said he told her to shut up while pointing the gun at her. So that's the end of the article. You need to get somebody else to hang out with. You don't yeah. need to be with this dude. No, yeah, yeah. You got to separate from this friend group immediately. <laughs> Especially when he knows how to escape charges. Get that bullet out of you. Doctor evidence. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if if you shoot me, all right, yeah. that's bad enough. But if you're like. Hey, you got to take this bullet out of your arm. I'm like, no. Yes. <laughs> like, no, you can't make me. You know? And then he's like, he's, you do it or I do it. Yeah. Well, I was like, you're going to have to kill me. All right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to kill me right now. <laughs> Just go ahead and shoot me and kill me because you're not taking a knife to me. Nobody's taking a knife to me. I'm not doing it myself, or y'all are taking me to the hospital. Oh, and by the way, I just hit the live button on Facebook. So, yeah, right? Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. So you're on candid camera. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the fact that she's like, he forced me to remove it, I was like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, man. No, you can't do it. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I'm not going to do that. Wow. But hadn't yeah. that he thought his fingerprints would be on it, too? Golly. Like, it's going to be intact as if, <laughs> yeah. as if it hadn't hit anything and the police are going <laughs> to pull it out. He doesn't know how ballistics works, apparently. Oh, you know? Yeah. What an idiot. Anyway. Lock him up. Golly. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. <laughs> we don't get a lot of Arkansas stories, by the way. No. Which saw Darren McFadden. They interviewed him during the game. Still alive, he could play. One of my favorite players to ever watch. Uh, I guess uh, Cajun Curl, I suppose. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank our sponsor, world famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order their spice and their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes, all on the website, CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl blended spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, makeup sex, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. Imagine you come home one night (laughs) at 1 a.m. and there's a lot of strange people in your house. Instead of whipping out your gun and accidentally shooting somebody, (laughs) what if you were to whip up your own batch of Cajun Curl potato chips and start handing them out? with the spice on them and asking people to leave as soon as they got their serving. Going to go a lot better for you. (laughs) On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the chip cutter too. And you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If a local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. 
Um, here locally, it's available at Vowels on Skyland, South's Finest Meats, Piggly Wiggly in Northport, and Mark's Mart in historic downtown Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel like President Trump on the phone with the Ukrainian foreign minister <laughs> asking them to investigate Joe Biden's son. Uh, it's all natural, it's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's E-O-P and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. <clears throat> All We're right. saving you money here. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. What po- what other podcast does that? No John, one else has promo codes. John, we're saving the world. That's right. We really are. <laughs> we really are. From bland yes, chips. Yes, from bland food. food and chips. Yes. Yep. I mean, it's God's work, really. <laughs> Go ye therefore and proclaim the Cajun Curl gospel. <laughs> yes. Everyone knows that. As heard about on the Earth Audio yeah, Podcast. Heard about with promo code EOP10. Yes. Yes. That comes from Scripture EOP verse 10. <laughs> you wanna, we, got, we got some reviews that we're going to read. Okay. Would you like to take the uh, iTunes review? Oh, let me, uh, let me get over here to them. We've got one more on here. Yes. Right. Okay. We have a new review. From Denali Seeker. Okay. And it is titled, Funny, Funny, Funny. Okay. That's, uh, in the in the Hebrew, that's a, what's it called? A triple? I don't know. Something? In music, that's a triplet. It, mean, it means we're funny. Okay. To this seeker. And uh, it has five stars, and the body of the review very eloquently says, what a hoot these guys are. Oh, okay. And that's it. Short, sweet, to the point. That's right. Yeah. Five stars. Thank you so much. Denali, Denali Seeker. Denali Seeker. Yes. I hope you find your Denali's. Yeah. And Right. Yeah. That's like a Tahoe, right? Is it? I don't know. I think so. Okay. Like a Denali? I think. I don't know. We hope you find... Whatever it is you're looking for. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not only Denali's, but anything else. We hope you find Denali's. We hope you find wealth. <laughs> yeah. We hope you find true love. Peace. <laughs> hope yeah. you find inner peace. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's right. I want I want people to find whatever they want. You want to read another one? I can. Well, we're out, but when we don't have iTunes reviews, oh, yeah. we turn to Podchaser. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're huge on there. Podchaser.com. Yeah. And this review comes from J.D. Westfall. Okay. Five stars. Big fan of J.D., by the way. Good, clean humor, funny, and silly stories in the top five of my favorite and most looked forward to podcast. Wow. Thank you so much, J.D. Yeah. Prefer to be top three, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll take top five. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. I have a feeling if we're in the top five, we're probably number five. So if you've already left an iTunes review... There if you go. haven't, you can leave us one. And yeah. if you've done one there, you can go over to Podchaser. You can write reviews on Stitcher, but they're impossible to find. Oh, yeah. If somebody out there knows how to read Stitcher reviews, could you tell me? Because I honestly don't know how to do it. I have no idea. We have a listener out there who says that they left us a review on Stitcher, and I can't find it. So whoever that is, thank you so much. We appreciate that. Wow. Uh, be nice if Stitcher would let us I've see ne- it, though. I've never looked at like the you all you might also like category here. Yeah. Which, number one, is where's the line? <laughs> well, we've some... been on there, so. Yeah, right. The Joy Spiracy Theory? We're on the same network. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
Cool. I like that name, the Joy Spiracy Theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes a conspiracy sound so happy. Yeah. Right. Like it's a good thing. Well, and I got a, I, speaking of conspiracy, yeah. had a long text conversation with one Andrew Mudhut the okay. other night where we basically talked about how we missed each other. We wanted to get together. And I told him we've asked Gabe to come on <laughs> yes so many times and he won't give us an answer and i was well, like, it's because he's off grid yeah right <laughs> he don't want to raise any flags and andrew said he was gonna work on it <laughs> okay <laughs> which we could bring in andrew would probably I was like, come andrew, on he can come on too he's not a big conspiracy guy and it would just devolve into me and him making inside jokes that he and i <laughs> only he and i understood so well that's no good yeah i don't know but if you can let, would enjoy you can it, let other people in on it yeah <laughs> that would be i would good. have a blast uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he did like one of our Instagram pictures that I put up this week, so uh, All right. maybe Andrew listens, and if he does, I just want to say, knuckle down, big guy. <laughs> All right. That's what that's what it would turn into, because nobody would know what that means, except Andrew and I. So, <laughs> Well, you got anything else? No, other than this story just popped in my head. We Uh-oh. had a kid who worked with us one time. Yeah. And he was kind of weird. And uh, <laughs> he would just, like, get hung in a stair or whatever in the middle of, like, making a sandwich or whatever. And so he was in a fraternity with all, like four or five other guys that worked for us. So one day me and Andrew were like, hey, uh, is, I don't even remember his name. Is he okay? You know, like, is he, is he all right? And they were like, yeah, he's fine. We're like, well, does he like have Asperger's or something? You know, like it's no big deal if he mm-hmm. does, but I don't want to put any undue pressure on him or right. anything. And they were like, no, man, the dude's like a genius. He's going to be a pharmacist or whatever. And so we were like, okay, that's cool. Well, then they all got, like drunk one night and they told this guy that we thought he had Asperger's and he got like super offended at us and mad at us. That's offensive to the people with Asperger's. Right, yeah, yeah. He was like, no, I'm totally fine, you know? Yeah. Now, anyways, that just made me think about that because that's another thing that only Andrew would get. But that guy is—he's a pharmacist now. I'm friends with him on Facebook, and makes more money probably than I ever will. And probably looks back and is like those two idiots. <laughs> if he's in the sandwich shop, takes him forever to fill your prescription. I told him that one time. I was <laughs> like, he gets hung up because he kept messing up sandwiches. I was like, look, dude, if you're gonna be a pharmacist, I was like, you're gonna kill somebody. Like, like it clearly says no tomatoes, and you put tomatoes on it. Like, come on, man, let's get it together. But I don't know, you know, like he could have been hung over or high when he came in or right. whatever, you know, I mean. All we, qualities we a, you look for in your pharmacist. That's right. We didn't have strict drug testing at Rolly <laughs> So he could have been under the influence while he was working. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first person who had worked for me who was. Well, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, who won't show reviews. That's right. iTunes. Needs- well, no, iTunes isn't a thing anymore. iHeartRadio, Spotify, yeah. we're on them all. Everywhere. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. You know what it's called? Yes, that's what it is now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to write into the show, you can reach us. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Yep. If you would like to tweet at us, you can tweet us. We are at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And if you like pictures, sometimes we post pictures. You can look at those underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yep. And if all that fails and you want to call in, we have a phone number. What's that phone number? People are calling all the time. <laughs> yes. It is 662-493-2059. One more time for the people in the back. 662-493-2059. We triple dog dare you 
to call yeah. that number. You won't do it. You, you won't do it. You scared. You won't do it. <laughs> we hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.